County is full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana county. Welcome, everybody, to Where We Landed. You're listening to Alicia, and we're excited to have you uh, listening to us for today's episode. I'm really excited about our guest today because he is someone I've gotten to know over the last couple of years, and we want to make sure that you get to know everything you can about this wonderful man (laughs) in our community. But first, our hosts today are, again, myself, Alicia Hazelwood. I've got Iris Brunner with Family Service Society. Hey, yo. And Kylie Jackson with Marion Grant County Chamber of Commerce. Hey, everybody. And we're going to start today's episode have, as we have been on this series with some trivia. Kylie, I'm going to turn it over to you to explain all that. All right. So uh, as you'll remember from, uh, I think, since the beginning of the year, we have had a longstanding game of trivia, Indiana trivia. Um, the interesting thing about this trivia is it's a board game that I found in my grandmother's boxes. This game was made in 1978, so none of the trivia <laughs> is newer than wow. 1978. Steve, you should be good at this one then, right? <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to say. <laughs> All right, so uh, the standings. Uh, Iris is in the lead with three. Um, Scott and Alicia are tied with one, womp, and then womp. Womp, sad trombone. And then, uh, so Steve, today you'll be representing our guests. Okay. So you guys also have one. I'm point. Steve Schrader, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 We'll, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll get to know Steve much better in a minute. All right. <laughs> first trivia. <laughs> All right. First question. I can't remember which one I was going to use on this card. Hmm. I don't even know what this question means. Oh, but I'm hoping maybe it's like an old wives' tale that maybe you guys know. Okay. When are you supposed to cut fence posts? Cut them. Yeah. When? When the rooster cries. I don't know. (laughs) That actually is kind of close. Oh gosh. Okay, so I thought maybe it was like a common thing that I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. In the light of the moon. In the light of the moon. Uh. What? Hmm. I don't know. It's not song lyrics or something that I didn't know about. I don't know. We may have to look I that one up know. later. Well, right. My uh, dad used to tell the story that some people plant their potatoes in the light of the moon. Hmm. Huh. Some plant them in the dark of the moon, but he always planted his in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. This is going to be a, a great hour. That's good. That's so good. All right, Steve, I picked this one just for you. Ready? Yes. A boiler maker which you drink contains what? Beer and whiskey. Yeah. Good job. Good job. You girls knew that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) All right. Last one. I can't remember which one. (laughs) We count on you for these, Kylie. I know. I'm trying to give you a little extra time, too. All right. <clears throat> nope, not that nope, one. Nope, not that. All right. Name the material found on the bottom of lakes, which made Indiana a leading producer of cement. It's sandstone. Limestone. Uh, it's the lie. Uh, 
Potassium. <laughs> Potassium. <laughs> Sediment? No, no. Portland. I don't know. Portland cement. No. No. It? It's called marl. Oh. Well, well nobody would have got that. That's yeah. marl. Th- once again, I thought it was one of those things that maybe everybody knew that yeah. I didn't. But well, hey, good job. You got the, the guests guest on the board. Point for the, the guests guest got on the board. Yeah. All right. Now I'm going to turn it over to Iris to introduce today's guest. Well, as you've heard um, our guests today answer so eloquently and get a point for the guest team. Today we're happy to <laughs> we're happy to welcome Mr. Steve Schrader, um, our friend from Folkies. We are so excited for today. Um, and Steve, we're just so happy that you're here. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. So as we do per normal, we just like to get right in and just let's hear your story, Steve. Tell us about how you landed in Marion, Indiana. Okay. Thank you, ladies. (laughs) Well, I was actually born in Kokomo only because my mother, who lived in Gas City, had done her nurse's training in Kokomo. So she was more familiar with that hospital. So I grew up in Gas City, Mississippi Indians, class of 19. 66 and from there went to St. Joseph's College in Rensselaer which is now defunct but it's rising but it's rising from the ashes which one is it she has a she has a a hot key on the board that goes back to it so anyway at St. Joe I was hoping I was learning and planning on being a teacher or a journalist. Oh, okay. As it were. And from there, I went into the Peace Corps after I graduated. Uh, actually, during my summers at St. Joe, I, I spent my summers in Chicago doing social work. And then I went to Peace Corps. Coming back here was way down on my list of things to do. Mm-hmm. But as it turned out, I fooled around and fell in love. Oh. Uh, uh, actually, I met my wife-to-be at uh, the tavern, and we in, we went to California for a while and came back here, actually, because her mother uh, became quite ill. Back here, uh, we married. I married her and, and gained her four-year-old son, Chris. We... Uh, after that, I worked on a newspaper in Gas City. I was the editor of a newspaper over there, the weekly paper, and enjoyed it quite well. Uh, I be- and as it turned out, my sister was in the, the bar business. She and her uh, ex-husband owned Folkies Tavern. Oh. And they broke up. I went into partnership with my sister and... As they say from there on in, it was a, that's all history. Uh, because the tavern business came really easy to me. Just because I forgot to mention, my dad was in the tavern business oh, okay. in that city. Okay. And I learned a lot by osmosis that I didn't realize I was learning. In other words, I just things just came natural to me. So uh, it wasn't our plan originally. We were actually tried to sell it. While my sister and I were still in business, and my wife, who wanted nothing to do with the tavern business, Darnell, uh, helped out a little bit, and a little bit more, and a little (laughs) bit more, and found out this isn't that bad. And she became quite uh, adept at running a kitchen and putting out meals and and so forth, became quite the uh, capable hostess. Mm -hmm. So 
we've been there since 1978. So oh. we're, I'm shooting for 50 years. I think that's probably going to be some kind of record or something. <laughs> well, I saw the Folkies just got a beautiful facelift. Initially with the paint, I was like, ooh, I don't know about that color. <laughs> but now that it's all put together, it looks awesome. Looks good, yeah. You'll never remember what color it was before. <laughs> I already don't remember okay. what color it was before. That may or may not have to do with the yeah. drinks that I've had there. <laughs> it's usually dark when I go. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the short story. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So when it comes to um, your life pre-Folkies, uh -huh. um, you said that you were the editor of a newspaper. I had no idea that Gas City had its own newspaper oh, my, at yeah. the time. The Journal Reporter. Uh, at one time, there was the journal, and then there was a reporter, and they uh, – Combined, the, the gentleman that I worked for, they got married. Who the reporter, no, just kidding. <laughs> bought out the journal, and we were a weekly paper. They are, they're still in, they're still a journal reporter. It's changed its hmm. its format, and you know, but we we worked it hard. We went, I went to every ball game, city council meeting, school board meeting, zoning appeals board meeting, every meeting they could think of. Jonesboro, we covered Jonesboro too. Okay. And it was quite interesting. It actually prepared me. I ended up running and winning uh, township trustee. Oh. So I was township trustee for 12 years in Mill Township, which includes Gas City and Jonesboro. The Mill Township is the exact uh, jurisdiction of Mississippi Community Schools. Oh. So it was kind of a natural fit that the, we covered the schools, all the school board meetings and happenings and sporting mm -hmm. events and, and, uh, did that for a few years. And then you found out you could just skip all those meetings and just go to the tavern and you'd get all the right, news right. news that way, right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what somebody doesn't know, they can make up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I was going to, along those lines then, you, you know, were in the newspaper business mm -hmm. and you're covering all of these different things. I was going to uh -huh. ask you, so what did you find were your passions that you decided to get involved in where you thought, Ooh, I can make a difference in that. Obviously you said you ran for trustee. Well, yeah, as, as trustee, I felt like, you know, I could contribute. We, we tried to run a good office. We, uh, up to that point, the trustee's office kind of moved around the community to wherever it could find a place to rent. And we ended up buying the uh, building next to the fire station from Toby Pitt, who actually had sold property to the township for the fire station. So we gave the uh, the town, the trustee's office, a permanent home right on the corner of the highway and mm -hmm. uh, 62nd Street or Old Kokomo Road. It's called right. both. Mm. Uh, you can see it there on the highway. And uh, so there's that, you know, the trustee still performs. It, the trustee isn't the job it used to be even before I was there. The trustee handled uh, the school's outside of Gas City Jonesboro. Actually, there was a, a township school uh, affectionately mm. named Frog College oh. that the trustee ran just like the town of Jonesboro had its schools. Gas City had its schools and the township had its school. Mm. And then Mississinawal Community Schools was formed in 1940 or 49 or 50. And that basically eliminated the other school districts. But all three communities or entities have their own fire departments, which is something that I 
kicked around the idea of, gee, guys, wouldn't it be better to have one fire department <laughs> and was laughed out of town, basically. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the territorial uh, prerogatives or the, the attitudes of people mm -hmm. are really strong. So there are still three fire departments within spinning range of each other, right? At Gas City, Mill Township, and Jonesboro. Mm -hmm. For what it's worth, you know, mm. uh, I could still hope maybe someday that could change, just as the schools did. Obviously, yeah. all three schools and, and uh, Gas City and Jonesboro share wastewater treatment. I think they, they each have their own water supply. But in other words, there might be more cost effective if uh, the three fire departments went together. Yeah, and I know yeah. in that, uh, the other side of that building where the fire station is at that mm -hmm. you were talking about, the well is there now. Correct. Which is the It's uh, in that under pantry. the same roof um, as yeah. the township trustee. That's right. That's the food pantry that helps yeah. support the yes. mill township That's quite community. active, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll go. Okay. <laughs> Steve, I've always wanted to know, um, you know, I've only ever known you as, as owning full and, sure. um, you know, and getting to know you and Darnell that way. And well, I got to know Darnell actually by playing golf at right. Shady Hills right. with, uh, with her and her sister, Neela. And, right. um, but what is, what was the most, um, you know, you grew up with a little bit of a tavern mm -hmm. background. What was the most surprising thing, um, when you, started running folkies on day to day well uh i don't know if there were any big shocks but i was surprised at how uh friendly people are and how uh, accepting they are and uh you know uh, it was easy it doesn't take much i asked my dad this once why well, I, I would try to help him a little bit i said because here I am, a college kid, right? I'm a smart kid and all yeah. that. And these guys, you know, I said, well, what am I supposed to talk about? Dad said, anything. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true, anything. People just, you know, people just want to talk. And it got to be got to be pretty easy. And I found out as years went on, uh, obviously, if somebody looks underage, we card them. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of times, you know, I... I, I, I hoped that it didn't breed resentment. Kid comes in, he wants a drink. Can I see your ID? Mm -hmm. You know, okay. You know, he's an ID. And then I'd see the ID, I'd see the name, and it was probably a name of somebody we've already served, like a parent or grandparent. Mm -hmm. You think, oh gosh, this kid's going to, you know, resent me saying that. It never happened. They appreciate it. Yeah. When you say, oh, I know your dad mm -hmm. or your grandmother or something, mm -hmm. then they feel like they're at home. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of a surprise to me, you know, how much people, like in the Cheers where everybody knows yeah. your name, it's yeah. it's kind of that way. It's how people like to go someplace where you walk in, you know, what they want to drink, who they mm -hmm. want to sit with, you know, what they want to talk about. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's some... Uh, I don't know. I guess that was a, a big lesson that it mm -hmm. took me a while to accept. Yeah. I, I'm sure that I've uh, told you this before. Maybe my parents told you, but my first, not my first words, but my first sentence, like where I strung together mm -hmm. words 
were take me to Folkies. <laughs> <laughs> really? oh, that's good. So, and I, I, I think Kevin Kirk is the one that taught me those words. <laughs> it wasn't my parents. Has like, your dad been a subject of this of these? Uh, he we haven't interviewed podcast. him yet. Okay, he's on he's, the list. He's he's one yeah. I'd like to hear because <laughs> yeah. Jay surprised me with many twists and turns in his life. You know, uh-huh. Kylie yeah. and I have just about how we think that our parents are probably best friends if we could ever get them together in a room at one time. Yeah. <laughs> you can card me anytime, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a compliment. That's a compliment yeah, to me. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Um, I guess along those same lines, you're talking about, you know, people wanting to to come in and be recognized mm-hmm. or folks remember. I mean, I think one of the things that I always love about Folkies is the the employees are the same employees that, you know, a lot of them are the same employees that I've seen yeah. for years. And how do you, um, how do you build that culture with, with your team? Well, that's, I, well, it's kind of like they become family, mm-hmm. I suppose. And, you know, we have the sons and daughters of employees that, that work there, mm-hmm. uh, try to make it, you know, informal. And, uh, what, and I always try to be remember when my mo- my mother was a nurse for Dr. Kuntz in Gas City for forty years. Uh, back then, a doctor had his own little practice, and and she was his nurse. And we would call her every day about something. <laughs> you know, where's this? Where's that? He hit I- me. <laughs> she hit me. You know, Can I go to Johnny's house? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And I recall that now when employees' kids call, I try to remind myself, okay, don't get upset. They're doing just what you did as a kid. They're calling in. And I talked to other people. I remember Steve Rosley and I had this discussion. And he had a – we shared an employee, actually, whose kids – we're always calling, and Rosalie said, "I think I helped raise those kids. They would, <laughs> they would just ask for me. They quit asking for their mom. <laughs> they would ask for me. Oh, that's to, so to good. Get his advice or permission to do something. <laughs> that's but that's kind of how it, you know it works out. Uh, the longer you're in some place like that, you know, it, it's bound to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. you had stayed it." Ross Supply or South Central uh-huh. till now, you'd probably see the well, you know, Josh and Josh and Rick. And yeah. Rick, yeah, were yeah. there. And you and your dad were both there. Yeah. That mm-hmm. would have happened. That would have gone mm-hmm. on, you know. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Well, it becomes relational at that point. They're yeah. not they're not just uh this is your family, exactly. right? Like I've heard you already refer to Folkies as home multiple yeah. times now. So and who's at home? Your family, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You build relationships like that. Absolutely. And in the community, too. I mean, uh, like Foreman's is down the street from us, and, mm-hmm. you know, we've traded dollars business. Mm-hmm. Uh, two-year-door pizza, mm-hmm. McClure's. I I, I uh, contend that at one time our building was Richmond Bisque with Tobacco Brown 
Uh, I know it doesn't sound exciting, <laughs> but say, at the time no. when we bought the place, it was it was like a gunmetal gray. Mm, it wow. was awful. So we painted it, and not long after that, McClure's painted their building the exact same as ours. <laughs> All of their buildings. So now we got to watch to see if <laughs> McClure exactly. paints it another color. <laughs> change, yeah. Well, I, I, as people hey. may or may not know, we got accused of being Marion Giant colors oh. or Oak Hill Golden Eagle colors. Yeah, I don't think anybody can tell if it's blue or purple i know but yeah. my granddaughter said no grampy that's the pacers oh okay. actually, she's closer to the she's really closer to the truth and, <laughs> but that kind of evolved on what was available when we uh, the, the yellow that we wanted was everybody blamed it on covid the paint supplier couldn't get that yellow well, let's do another <laughs> yellow and it just once they start putting it up there you know you just it look kind great. of go with yeah. it. It is, yeah. It looks great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steve, one question I have. Um, has Folkies always been in that building? Or if not, what was in that building before Folkies? Okay, yes. Uh, Burnett and Libby Folk built that place. On the just north of the tavern, where the tavern is now, was their business, the Shoe Inn. Okay. And they built Folkies. From, so you know, between Folkies and the river, correct. Okay, between Folkies and what was the uh, uh, shoe uh, factory, and then the river. Okay, it was a large three-story brick building there. Oh, wow. Okay, and uh, Folkie and his wife uh, Elizabeth Terhune. Hmm. Now there's a family of in the business. Her sister was Irma Terhune. Hmm. Who Irma's. gave her name to Irma's restaurant, oh, which is now, ah. and uh, another brother, Steve Terhune, who once owned the Plymouth Club, oh, which yeah. is still in business. Yeah, uh, and one of their another sister married Phil Gabbert, and he ended up taking over Irma's. Well, Libby, Libby Elizabeth, and her husband Burnett built Folkies. When we first got it, we rented the building from her. Uh, they had since sold the business to Bob Craig, okay. who is uh, 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 Phil. No, oh, I'm losing it now. Uh, works at the library. Mary's right hand, Michelle Morgan. Oh, okay. Okay, okay yeah. Michelle Morgan was Michelle Craig, and that was her oh, okay. uncle that had that. Okay. The Craig family's another one. They had Milton's Clothing. One of them had the... Uh, Folkies Tavern. Another had a business that would became Squirt's Tavern. Huh. There. <laughs> <laughs> you got well, it. Yeah, you got it's it. Like connect the dots. Yeah. You know, you yeah. start mentioning people. And, uh, but uh, I mean, really, for, I mean, what, what year did they build Folkies? 41. 41. I mean, so you celebrated 80th birthday yes, last year? We did, yeah. yeah. So for a business of that length to only have. Three, three families yeah. own it. The, uh, Terhune, or I mean, uh, Foki, and then the Craigs, and then my family, yeah. if you count my sister and her ex-husband. Uh, the the room on the north side of the building was a barbershop. There was, it was a, a wall between those, and there was a barbershop operated there for probably 40 years. Mm. And when we bought it, we knocked a hole in that to make it a little more seating. Yeah. Uh, the apartments upstairs, Foki built for them to live in the large apartment and they ran it out to two small apartments and uh, they never had children. I've met a nephew or niece of theirs, but uh, they, uh, 
they were quite a couple and they, you know, built that and built it a nice sturdy building. Yeah. Uh, built to be a tavern. Things have changed on ordering. You know, you need to, uh, a lot of cha- a lot has changed in the business, I suppose. And in all of your lives, I'm sure you're running into mm-hmm. the levels of bureaucracy uh, that's, and the, the layers and layers of paperwork and, mm-hmm. and regulations. We all face that, I'm sure. And that's, that's probably one of, been one of the biggest changes in the tavern business is how many, and the food handling mm-hmm. and, and safety and, uh, you know, dealing with the fire department and uh, health department and uh, excise and yeah. now smoking is another issue. and mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a, a lot of things on yeah. your plate for sure. This episode of Where We Landed is brought to you by the United Way of Grant County. The United Way's mission is to build stronger families. We believe that sharing inspirational stories helps strengthen the fabric of our community. To get involved, contact the United Way at 765-662-9811. However, it seems like you're dealing with them really well as far as being a kind of staple and well-known place of business here in the community. I know the United Way always calls in folkies, and that's what we have when we have in-house meetings uh, to get some food. I love my cold plate. It's my favorite thing to get there. And um, delivery fee is very, very uh, reasonable <laughs> to have them Thank come you. over and drop it off. And there's always a smiling face. Always a smiling face. That, that actually <laughs> happened. A uh, uh, funny story there. My brother was between jobs, uh, Fred, and he uh, was sitting in the tavern one day at lunchtime. And somebody from the courthouse called, or city hall, I can't remember which, uh, and said, gee, we want lunch, but we can't. We can't make it over there. Is there any way you can deliver? And I looked up, and my brother was sitting at the bar, and he <laughs> said, sure. Uh, Fred delivered it. <laughs> Fred later became judge in Gas City. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so Fred started doing that, and then it got to be a regular thing where people, you know, we've gone we'd gone through several people that, that delivered mm-hmm. since then. Bob Huddleston, which mm-hmm. you knew, was a yep. big Reds fan. Yep. And uh, now it's Dave Blocker. Yep. But, uh, we've had people... Uh, that, that just, it's funny. It's popped mm-hmm. up like that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. where people wanted to, and now every back then, nobody delivered. What yeah. you deliver lunch? Are you <laughs> what? kidding? Yeah. Yeah. But now it's a thing. You were ahead you know. of the trend. Yeah. I keep it local with the folkies delivery yeah. Yeah. <laughs> across, across the parking lot. Yeah. Across the parking yeah. lot. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so share with us some of the traditions that you guys have created at folkies. I'm, well, I'm immediately assuming and talking about um, St. Patrick's Day, but but what other traditions along with that one? St. Pat's Day was Mm -hmm. a big one. My wife, actually, she she started making a special dinner for St. Patrick's Day, and then Mm -hmm. we kind of grew that, you know, and... There weren't any, a lot of, it's not, it's not like we're in Indianapolis or Fort Wayne where there's 20 bars doing it. Mm -hmm. So that, that was a big one. And through the years, we've sponsored a lot of, uh, Ball team, softball, volleyball. <laughs> Kylie played on a volleyball team. Uh, volleyball. Bowling teams, golf, scrambles. Uh-huh. We did that for a few years. Uh, where we'd have a, a men's scramble and the ladies scrambled, and that was a that was a big deal. And that, that and again because of my wife because she was an avid golfer and uh, she got to know the people out at Shady Hills, 
that's another whole world out there. But all those guys became good. A lot of them became good customers of ours uh, because of the golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do, of course, holidays and uh, another, of course, another big change in our business happened within the last five or six years is outdoor seating. Mm-hmm. where We had a, a tent put up. And that, patio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the that actually dome. became, mm-hmm. that was a kind of a, uh, serendipitous thing. Uh, uh, Jenny from uh, Family Services mm-hmm. was active with uh, Alzheimer's mm-hmm. uh, help. The and longest, she the longest day was longest what the day. fundraiser exactly. is called. She mm-hmm. wanted to do that event behind the tavern. She said, "Could we put a tent up?" I said, "Oh, sure, why not?" <laughs> as soon as she put it up, as soon as I saw it, that tent stay in there. <laughs> so I bought that tent. <laughs> From Roger Crummel, yeah, because he he was in the Marion Tent Awning. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. We grew up together in Gas City from mm-hmm. grade one. So I bought that tent, and it just, you know, just like that, people enjoyed sitting out there. And I take it down, put it up every year. Hopefully, we took it down for the last time because now we're we're planning on building a permanent. Uh, pavilion kind of no. thing behind the I'm always Ooh. sad when the Folky Dome comes down. I know. I know. <laughs> it like, means oh, depressing. I know. <laughs> I, I know. I feel like we keep having like breaking news on the podcast. You've heard it here, <laughs> yeah. listeners. Yeah. Permanent, yeah. permanent right. po- Folky's right. patio. Yeah. 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 Uh, Folky's patio 2.0. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Folky Dome. Folky That's Dome. Good. That was my yeah. son in law, Craig okay. Persinger. Oh, I need to give, oh, yes, I need to give Sarah and Craig a plug here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because anything, uh, Sarah's, I should take the lead on a lot of the things, oh. a lot of the, the painting and the. Uh, don't forget your grand dog. My grand dog, yes. yes. <laughs> Carmen, Carmen is the Carmen, yeah, yes. Carmen, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, we actually watched uh, a bunch of uh, the Cub games under the in the in the Folky Dome yep. uh, back in 2016. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, and that's another tradition, and that actually is a tradition that's, I'm afraid to say, gone by the wayside for us is taking trips to ball games. Oh it's gotten harder and harder for me to do and there's a lot gets more complicated and it's harder to get in and out and everything like that. We've taken trips to, uh, the white Sox, to the Cubs, to the reds, uh, to pacer games, to, uh, horse racing, you know, tracks. We've done a lot of that. So, and when you're doing these, you're just promoting it to the folks that, that come in to Folkies. And so when you're going on these trips, you're also bringing like different networks of people together. Right. And and helping them create those additional relationships right, as well. Right, And And it, it's worked out like that a lot. And I've seen, and then I've been on other trips. Now the why, now we kind of say, go with the why. They yeah. do a great job. Yeah. And I've been on a couple trips with the why. Uh, they they. they yeah. They're a lot better at it than we are. And I was having sometimes trouble controlling who got on the bus. And Sounds like some of our later. rotary trips when we go up to the yeah. tin caps. Exactly. exactly. No comment. No comment. Yeah. So you've definitely been a staple in the community. When you're talking to people from outside our community, um, promoting, this is mm-hmm. where I'm from, mm-hmm. where we're at, what are some of the things that you kind of pitch about Mary? First and thing County? I tell them is you're drinking the best water in the state of Indiana. <laughs> I do. I never let anybody get out without letting them know 
that this is the best water, not this, what we're drinking here, but uh, that Marion has excellent water. My mother-in-law would appreciate that. She was yeah. the chemist at the water plant for a long time. Oh, yes. yes. Was, my grandmother, too, like they moved to Texas. And when she came back, she would always comment on our, like, this is the best drinking water mm -hmm. that she's ever ever had right. even even when she lived out in the country and she was on a well <laughs> she, right she would water she, she would still come in and like you know always make sure she was getting out of the tap at our house so yes, yeah. same and you know i think there's a and there's a quality of life in marion that uh you can't touch i mean okay the coasts are going to end up imploding and they're all going to come to the central <laughs> part of the united states well, friends and i talk about this that we're going to be the the uh, destination for coastal uh, exodus you know oh, I, I know that I sounds, mean, that sounds <laughs> oh why don't we why don't we call up john lytle Armageddon, and, and get that yeah. on the cbb <laughs> website now <laughs> sounds like Armageddon. This is where you want to be what, yeah. did i hear California that correct? did you say off. did you say the ghosts <laughs> Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> yeah. He said ghost. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We're just going to knock California off in yeah. the ocean. They'll come this way. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, uh, I like to take partial credit for uh, one, one of the uh, improvements uh, that uh, a friend of mine worked with uh, Musicland, then he worked with. Uh, uh, Dunham's and they, they, they located in because he's a friend of mine because he married a girl from gas city, mm. uh, Doug Tracy. I don't mm. know. If mm -hmm. Kylie probably knows Doug. He's yeah. out of, yeah. Uh, and they, they located uh, in Grant County and built here partly because of the connection with there's all those kind of, uh, you know, relationships, mm -hmm. uh, and Gas City's been a, a big boon. We grew up, I grew up over there. And, uh, you know, at the time we thought it was a, a stagnant community and everything. And, and Beaner, who is, became a good friend of mine, uh, most of the time we had our, <laughs> we had our moments when he was on mayor and I was on the newspaper where it was my, uh, was duty, your job. I felt, <laughs> to try to keep things lively. So, and he helped expand Gas City to the, interstate and you can see in other communities that haven't done that fairmount for example that that intersection out there has kind of gone by mm, the wayside yeah not that fairmount needed it but uh you just and marion was kind of a little late coming on board but now marion has added all that mm -hmm. and uh you know the the interstate has been a big blessing for the community yeah i would think you mm -hmm. would agree i don't know yeah absolutely um Tell us a little bit more about um, your siblings. You've mentioned oh, both yes. okay. Fred and Liz, but tell us about them. My sister is Liz Wright, who was uh, Liz Schrader, Liz <laughs> Weir. And she, when she left the uh, tavern business, she got into real estate. And, and she sold real estate. She worked with Paul McDaniel for, for years. And... Uh, Maybe she stepped away from that. I can't remember the chronology, but for a while she ran the FBI, which was a restaurant later to become Jackson's and then the Ice House. Mm -hmm. But she was also for years the uh, Marion Area Board of Realtors director or secretary. I, I can't remember uh, the exact title, but before everything was online, that was a really important job to yeah. to coordinate all the listings everything and after that she became 
the uh, director of the Community Foundation mm -hmm. for 25 years. And now she's at the uh, Senior Center, Grant, um, Marion Grant County Senior Center. My brother Fred was, uh, he owned a liquor store in, in Marion that's no longer there. Phil Miller bought it, was part of Phil's uh, empire for a while. Mm -hmm. And uh, then he was Gas City Judge for a while, and he uh, worked and retired from the uh, Walmart Distribution Center. Okay. So awesome. that's my close family. Awesome. Yeah. My daughter, Sarah, you know, yes. she works for uh, Grant Blackford Mental mm -hmm. Health. My son, Chris, works at Hootamaki, okay. which is another huge uh, success story in Grant County. Yeah. That whole... I think Grant County, it must be the paper plate manufacturing capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then Peerless makes the machines mm -hmm. for, uh -huh. right. for mm -hmm. paper plates. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. quite an operation. I worked at Boots Creek for summers really? summers and breaks when I was in college. Oh, really? and, yeah. uh, and Boots Creek then became Hudamaki. But We mm -hmm. grew up in Gas City, which was a glass mm -hmm. place. Right. And, you know, that was that was it was all about the, the gas that fired the mm -hmm. glass industry. Mm -hmm. And that kind of went by the wayside. But Marion had its glass factory mm -hmm. and it it left. I, I guess the distribution center, those places have taken the jobs. Uh, if if you had to take a snapshot of our clientele at the tavern when we bought it, you could name you could put five factories name five factories on your hand that probably provided 80% of our business. Mm. Now it's all, all those factories are pretty much gone yeah. and we rely on the uh, uh, healthcare industry hugely downtown. Yeah. Uh, ex Indiana Wesleyan people. This is another uh, <laughs> thing, <laughs> subject that was almost taboo. You know, you, there was this, a sort of implied antithesis between town and gown like there is in every small college town, yeah. especially here because we're in the uh, business of, that sells alcohol and they are, you know, uh, alcohol is not part of their, their lives. And so people think, well, if it wasn't for IWU, we'd, you know, this, uh, the bar business would be better or Marion would be better. It's quite the opposite, really. I mean, they've supplied, a lot of tax money, which I'm sure you guys all know, a lot of people. And a lot of the kids from IWU have become a whole new generation of customers at ours. They're, they're nice, young, well-behaved, well-mannered kids. And they're, a lot of them have stayed in Grant County more so than maybe in your generation. Yeah. I think, I yeah, don't know, yeah. because they've, be, they've become a huge part of the, and it's, kind of revitalize our business and in doing that it's kind of given us new energy mm -hmm. i mean i'll have to say that, that you know unfortunately when i took the business over i can think of 30 regular customers and you know they're all gone mm -hmm. you know they're either passed away or they they moved away or you know they're retired in florida or they just don't come to bars anymore and mm -hmm. in other words things change and if it wasn't for the younger generation yeah. you know it wouldn't be much fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's, you just have that, you have that 
that turnover of yeah. customers and you've, you've always got to be encouraging new ones to right, come. Right, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really curious about, so while people talk about things and fun things to do in Grant County, crab racing always comes up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Can crab you tell racing. us, yeah, yeah. tell us the story about uh, how this started? Uh, it was a, it was a, a, a gal that came in and she was from Fort Wayne. She, uh, she was a, a some kind of uh, nurse at the VA. She did occupational therapy. She played the uh, saxophone, actually. And she told us about crab racing. I said, what's that? And there was this guy in Fort Wayne that she had mm -hmm. been to a bar, and they, they did crab racing. She explained it. And, and these friends of mine that I told you uh, that put in Dunham's, uh, they knew about and mm -hmm. I called them, and, they, and we went up to, actually, he was putting <laughs> on a show in Huntington in 1991. And uh, we said, gee, would you like to come to Folky? So he said, sure. So he came down and put on this show. I remember our, his first show was in 91 because our son, Chris, turned 21 ah. that April. And he was in Australia playing basketball. And he didn't see him until that fall we mm -hmm. told you, you're not mm -hmm. gonna believe <laughs> what we're what doing, we're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh he does he did a show saturday night as a matter of fact at the elks for mm -hmm. mike anderson chevrolet people oh fun. you probably heard about that mm -hmm. yeah i mean he's do, he doing do a show this mm -hmm. coming week at the coterie in kokomo mm -hmm. but Sonny's amazing because he did this and he was working at a radio station in fort wayne doing this and that wasn't much of a drive down here from Fort Wayne. Mm -hmm. And then he went to work for TSA after 9-11. And oh. that worked out fine. Well, he and his wife are huge Cincinnati fans. They love everything about Cincinnati and the ball teams <laughs> and the ambiance, everything. So they up and moved to Cincinnati. Oh. Now he drives three hours each way to come <laughs> up and do these shows. Oh, goodness. <laughs> mm -hmm. Says how much he enjoys being around you guys. I guess, yeah. <laughs> he enjoys what he's doing and they he doesn't mind driving. So much know? fun, yeah. So much That's fun. Another advantage yeah. to finding what you love to do in your hometown is you don't have to drive as far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. We're lucky yeah. here. We have 10 minute commutes. I'm assuming you girls do. Uh -huh. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, but and a lot of people drive to work here at Fisher Body from Portland. We have yeah. regular customers that come in every night. Michigan. Finishing second shift at GM mm -hmm. on their way to Portland or, you know, Hartford City or Decatur or yeah. wherever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Converse is the furthest my husband's lived from Marion since he was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Um, so go ahead. All right. I've got a question yeah. then. <laughs> um, so we talked a little bit about. Um, Crab racing, um, it seems like, um, you know, that, that group of, of young people that uh -huh, you're talking about, uh -huh. um, I feel like they kind of let me hang out like on the periphery. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I can't, I can't hang every night of the week with no, them, with them, but, yeah. uh, but they let me hang out uh, occasionally, but they see, they, they do karaoke yes, on Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have darts. They play darts in the, in the front room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, they have their own little meetings that, you know, people get together there and have, I don't know, gift exchanges or, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. meetings. I don't know what all they do. He's like, they're buying stuff. Yes. He's like, as long as you eat, drink and yeah. be merry. Yeah. That's all we need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I thought it was interesting you started the show with trivia. Did you steal that from the crab race? <laughs> I mean, that's I mean what he a, does. a little bit. <laughs> Stealing is not we're, a we're good not, word. We're not playing for Borrowed. Yeah, yeah. Borrowed. Borrowed. I Though I am curious, is there going to be a prize at the end of this? Because, you know, I am uh, winning trivia right now. <laughs> we'll maybe, see. Maybe some folky bucks in there. <laughs> right. All right. Explain folky bucks. <laughs> My wife and I never went to another bar, especially out of town, where we didn't try to steal at least one idea. <laughs> <laughs> find something in that and it was amazing because then you things. can you can write it off as a work well, expense too, right? yeah <laughs> and but imitation is the greatest form of flattery so exactly, there you exactly. go mm-hmm. and we'd see some some little thing a design mm-hmm. or a way of doing something or uh we always found that to be true i remember uh uh jeff ellsroth when he had the mill I thought, wow, if he, if it hadn't been so close, I would have stolen his idea. He had a sandwich <laughs> called a grown up grilled cheese. Yeah. I said, oh, I yes. want to call it that. We <laughs> now you it, can. You well, can. We, we can. We've already called it triple grilled cheese. Oh. <laughs> but I thought, dang. That was a good name. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, where we go and have uh, our rotary meetings, we have the kids' meal and the big kids' meal. Yeah. <laughs> With the grilled cheese and fries or the yeah. <laughs> chicken yeah. tenders yeah. and fries. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, Steve, this 40 minutes has flown by. One way we always wrap up the show is we ask you what you are reading, watching, or listening to. Okay. I'm reading Nick Offerman. Ah, yes. (laughs) That's so good. (laughs) I'm watching. The new one? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... uh, uh, where the deer and the antelope, antelope roam. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think he's got a brand new one. Yeah, I, there's I, a new I, one that just came out. Oh, wow. Because yeah. Jerry got this just ordered it for me. Oh, from, really? From yeah. the library? Uh, and I'm watching uh, Get Shorty. Yep. The the series I didn't I never even heard of it. It's like they're using flip phones like I do. So it's several years old and there's three seasons of it. They're using flip phones like I do. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And uh that's about my you know life there. <laughs> uh, well now um you'll have to start listening to podcasts. Right. Sarah's since, gonna, now you're, since now you're on one. Sarah's going to explain you. to me how to do that. <laughs> I'm afraid you won't be able to do it from your phone, though. <laughs> no, no, I have a laptop. Okay. okay. And we have a Facebook page. That's another thing. Yes. Thanks to your dad, you know, we are plugged in somewhat. Her dad, Jay Jackson, KB Computers. <laughs> nice shout out right I there. Say, we, there do, we do normally ask for a shameless plug, too. Yeah, so. yeah. So, uh, yeah, we have a Facebook page, <clears throat> which is a lot of fun Yes, to post things and try to look at, look for things out and about that we stick it on, stick on there, let people know what we're doing and what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, Steve, I feel like we need, we said this last episode, but I think we need a part two because there's well, just, we, we talked about the tavern a lot, but I feel like there, you've, uh, you're full of stories. Yeah, and we just, we just scratched the surface. Yeah. Let me listen to this first. <laughs> he wants see to how see. Yeah, he wants to see if we really poke too hard. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you until next job. time, okay. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Thank you. And uh, like and subscribe uh, if you're listening today, and we will see you next week. All right. See ya. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.